we finally got another guest on the show. Oh my goodness. Special special guest, Megan K. Megan K. <laughs> I I think people will figure out her last name. I think they know the K. That's fine. <laughs> K. Jack is stalking me, you know, I in think, this office right now. I think Jack wanted to be on the show even more than you did. Full disclosure, Jack is a child, Megan's child, not a weird neighbor. You're listening to Time to Lean, and here's a song, episode 56, with your hosts, Phil and John, and as has been mentioned, special guest, Megan Kay. Yeah, he's waiting for his turn. Well, uh, we'll, we'll line him up. Well, he might get more downloads than uh, <laughs> Rowan got when he was... When he popped in at one time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Was that Batman pancakes or something? I like ninjas on my pizza or Batman ninjas pizza. Ninjas on his well, pizza. Well, he liked Batman oh. too. Well, welcome, <laughs> Megan. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. How are you, you doing? You've been on before, but it was just mostly, it was kind of like a John was over there and he was eating Taco John's and you were eating Taco Bell. Oh. Yeah, we had a Taco John's versus Taco Bell Oh. Feud going on. Actually, there is no feud. No, Taco no, John's it's is far it, it's superior. settled law. <laughs> yeah, settled <laughs> law by decades, really. We sure think so. Even the Supreme Court couldn't overturn that one. Nope. Not even Donald Trump's forty lawsuits could overturn oh, that election. I like uh, Rudy Giuliani's uh, dripping sideburns. I thought that was a good touch. <laughs> Was was it ever determined what why, that was? <laughs> why, why is he sweating so much, though? Is what I want to know. Yeah. Is it he, because he thinks he's going to go to jail if he, he, Donald I, Trump I, is not reelected? So, or you know, everybody says he looks like Dosferatu or whatever. So <laughs> it's like yeah. he, he, the daylight's coming for him or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to use that spray on stuff, right, for that to be dripping oh, down. I guess. Well. I, I think he could have used uh, eyeliner or something. Or not eyeliner, but like, uh, oh, or shoe polish. Air mascara? Shoe polish oh. or something. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that if you work for Trump and you go on TV, you get um, critiqued on how good your appearance is when he watches you. <laughs> Which is ironic. Uh-huh. Well, he had a little bit of a spray on thing going on, too. He must. He must think his look is good. I. I just can't Who, come up uh, with any other explanation. What I want to know is how are we four years into an, a Trump presidency and we still don't know why he's orange? Like mm. we don't really know. None. Right? Of, none we of, have speculation. The, the tell-all books have not addressed that oh, satisf- satisfactorily. Somebody might be taking a Crayola to him. I don't know. Can you imagine that job? You'd have to heat it up a little bit and His rub the creole on. Burnt yeah, ember. Know. So, Megan, um, what are you what are you drinking? I'm drinking Don Julio. Tequila. Which is uh, not going in a margarita because it's too good. Mm-hmm. To be in a margarita, so I'm just drinking it in my Disney World cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the. This is the tequila that my friend Sylvia, who used to go to Vegas with my friends and I, she would always tell us that this was the best tequila. Her family is from Mexico, and they um, 
she's a, a bit of a tequila expert, if I do say so. So she would uh, take us down to one of the bars in Vegas and buy us all a shot of Don Julio. So I bought myself a bottle of this stuff and keep it kind of hidden. And is um, right, that's good. Is, so it's Don Julio. Is it a certain? I don't know tequila at all. So is it a certain the, age uh, or? Let me see if I can read it. Is there like you know? Good, better, Arejo <laughs> or Anejo? You're gonna slaughter my Spanish, Sean. Pendejo? <laughs> Pantalones? No. I think it's a blonde tequila. Or okay. Like that. Well, that's it, cool. Sylvia really can correct us online if she listens yeah. to this. She gave me a couple because I was usually on here. We talk about whiskey, and I I, I did reach out to Sylvia and asked about tequila because I, I I haven't bought the. She gave two recommendations, and I I didn't get them yet. Sorry. She was going to send me something, and I'm like, no, you don't have to nail me a tequila, but maybe I should have taken her up on it. But, uh, yeah. She's, mm, that sounds oh. good, though. What do you just drink it straight? Do you put a little salt on the rim or a little lime? Nothing. No, no, this is good stuff. You don't need anything. It's good sipping. Just drink it. I think yeah. I think uh, my, my college tequila experience was not um, good. I, I think I, when I, we were in college, the options for tequila were not good. No, but and then you would drink too much. You know, Jose the idea was Cuervo. how many shots you could drink. I don't yeah. even know what I think. Phillips? No, I don't know what I even drank. Yeah, John Phillips. Does Sousa. Phillips make a tequila? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it's probably cactus flavored vodka. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't they all? You know what? Agave. So. Megan, Megan is is one of John's sisters. I think we can say that publicly. And uh, she was she was in the middle of five, so she's like a double middle child, kind of. Yeah, uh, that I had the middle of the middle. That must have kind of sucked, but 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 maybe not. She, she got know. squeezed. <laughs> got the squeeze. Elizabeth tries to take the the bragging rights of being the middle child because she was the middle girl you know mm-hmm. but i don't oh. she says i'm more like a like a type a oldest child you're kind of the oldest child of the girls of the girls with but the, with the um, boys that far really removed that's right maybe the boys but, they, they rob and john were in their own world i don't know Maybe yeah. well, we we and considered coming after Rob, oh, you, know, to, you know, we well, considered okay, ourselves he a, a, a self contained sibling <laughs> unit, right? With special guest yeah, Bruce bit. because he was just so cool, <laughs> right? So I suppose if you were to line me up with firstborn, I would probably be closer to that type of personality, maybe, and I don't know, maybe not. Aren't middle children supposed to be like very um, diplomatic? That is sort of me, so. Mm-hmm. I tend to like to make peace and please everybody. I'm a pleaser. So a pleaser. Maybe I am a middle child, middle of the middle. So, Phil, what do you have in your glass? Or are you drinking you know, out of the bottle? I don't... Kind of. Uh, Jim Beam Double Oak Twice Barrel today because it was the same price as the Jimbo Black. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. Is Jimbo? Is, sorry. Is Jim Beam Black? Going up in price all of a sudden? I don't know. I see a big variety of price on that one. I mean, one of the places I go sells it very cheaply, but otherwise it's, I think it's crept up. Fine. I'm sending John a photo of my 
Don Julio. So nice. You can correct me. I might put it in the in the show notes. I think I think Megan is young enough to multitask with these podcast recordings. This is the first time somebody's sent a photo during oh. a recording. Really? Yeah. Um, well, wow. I am drinking <laughs> an Irish whiskey. Oh. Called Teeling, T E E L I N G. Yeah. It's uh, 46% alcohol. Aged in rum casks, I think, is what it says. So it's got a little rummy, sweet thing going on. It's a nice Irish whiskey. I don't, I don't know Irish whiskey well enough to really put it in uh, in context, but uh, it, it's very good and it's not overpriced. So, and the people I know who are into Irish whiskeys say it's a bargain. Yes. Oh. That it, it it punches above its weight in quality. So. Um, so you just, like just drink that neat too, John? Or you um, I, I've had it neat, but I have it on ice right now. Because okay. I'm a heathen. What? Why don't heathen? you, Megan? Why don't you give us like a elevator speech or of who who you who who you is? A Don Julio? Nor- no. <laughs> Don Julio, I am. Julio, you is man. <laughs> Yo. Well, that's like Jamaican. How'd that happen? Uh, terrible. <laughs> that was the rum reference. Who I is? Sure. Who is you? Where, so what? I, so you're one of the few people we've had on the show that uh, left South Dakota and came back. I did. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why, especially lately. <laughs> oh, oh. Because oh. now it's South Dakota, you know. Oh, ouch, um, ouch. So, yeah, my husband uh, really liked uh, Rapid City in South Dakota. He's from London, so... I married a Brit. I went to, left Rapid City, went to St. Olaf College, um, graduated from there, left the country for about 10 months between uh, college and law school and went and worked in um, London, which is where I met my husband. And uh, and some Scottish So, guy. yeah. Well, that was before. Oh, that sorry. was in college. Different, different time, different time abroad. Yes, I did study in, in uh, well, at St. Olaf, I studied at the University of Aberdeen, Aberdeen, oh, Scotland, that was I... not Aberdeen, South Dakota. <laughs> and um, Nice. Hey, kids, why don't you study abroad in Aberdeen, South Dakota? Aberdeen, South Dakota has a population of just a little bit over 26,000 people, and it has a geography and climate. And some demographics. The economy's major employers are, well, uh, hospitals and that kind of thing, and also uh, 3M and uh, Super 8 Worldwide. Uh, Wells Fargo has a, has a big, uh, uh, well, it probably has a, about 450 people there work there. Um, also, there's a minor league baseball and bowling and tennis and a storybook land. Study abroad in Aberdeen, South Dakota. That was where I, yeah, studied with, studied my cellist boyfriend. Anyway, so, yeah, went to London, met Bob, Bob, and we ended up living in the Twin Cities when we first got married, which is obviously where Phil and John are. Well, yeah, um, I got to know you better around that time because our kids were born a day apart, our oldest. Yeah, they were supposed to be six weeks apart, but Faith was really late and... April was really early. And April was really early, yeah. <laughs> so they ended up one day apart, which is so weird. I remember being in the hospital and getting the word that uh, Jody 
had her baby and being shocked by that. So mm-hmm. um, being shocked that I had finally given birth to my firstborn, who is they're now seniors in high school, which is crazy. <laughs> that is. And um, yeah, so uh, Bob worked for Travelers Insurance Company, which used to be St. Paul Companies. I think they merged with Travelers at some point. And uh, his boss just said, hey, if you want to be a... Um, a virtual office, you can do that. So we decided to move to South Dakota. <laughs> he, he had a, he was telecommuting <laughs> way before it was like in in vogue. Yeah. Yeah, really. He was. So he just traveled a lot, and uh, but we made Rapid City our home base because he really liked it here. And obviously, it's nice when you have small kids to be closer to family that can kind of help you out. And um, my mom lives here, and dad lived here, obviously. So. Bob always had some kind of affinity. I think that people in Europe, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm really going to generalize here, but I've only known two people from Europe that talked about this, but one guy from France, when my dad ran a motel and, and another guy named Bob, who you married from England, but they, they, they have this um, affinity for the, the wild West, this, uh, the, the, these wide open spaces that, that just is so different than Europe with everything's kind of really old yeah. and cramped in and you know, you, Hey, it's the West and anything can happen. And Oh my goodness. So, yeah, but, I think Bob really wanted to be a cowboy when he was a kid. So there's something very, uh, in fact, he tells the story about, um, sitting on his sister's had this fancy dollhouse and he sat on it to pretend it was a horse <laughs> and broke it. And, Instead of getting in trouble, he he his dad was upset with his sister because the the dollhouse had uh, actual glass windows in it. So he ended up getting cut with the oh. the windows of the dollhouse. So. Back in the saddle again. What was it like growing up in the the K house? Oh, adventures! I would say, wouldn't you, John? Oh, yeah. always, yes. We had a funny family, you know. I'm I'm kind of weird, and I think that comes directly genealogically and otherwise from my siblings and my parents and my dad was obviously a special person that sounds really bad (laughs) my dad was special uh, he had an off-center sense of humor no yeah no he he was one of a kind yeah so our our humor sort of centered around I don't know. Even now, my mother is she has me in stitches. You know, she's doing a um, a COVID diary, <laughs> and uh, so she's so, writing everything down. And she says it's memoir. But I'm I'm very mm, grateful. I to think her she for doing she it, undersells so. it. Yeah. Oh. I think it's gonna be well. It's gonna be amazing for all, for us. I don't know about anybody else if they would ever want to read it, but, but it's a lot like a, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we went up to Sylvan Lake this summer, and we were um, having a little picnic, and I had. We were getting ready to make the sandwiches, and I went up to the cooler, and and uh, my husband said, "You forgot to pack the mustard." And I said, that "My mom had asked for mustard on her sandwich." So I said, "Mom, I'm sorry, I forgot the mustard." And she said, "This is going in the diary." She <laughs> just said it with just <laughs> just the face, and I laughed probably for two and a half hours. She's over the she's way she very failed. funny too. She's very funny. I I I think uh, I don't know. Your dad probably got. Your dad, they both have a great sense of humor. I mean, they're both different kinds of humor, but 
<laughs> was also a bit of the law of the jungle, John. I'm sure he's already told the story on your podcast about uh, we would get like a, a box of sweet cereal, which was not allowed in our house very often. And <laughs> people would find the cereal and pour a bowl of it and put it under their bed for the morning so that you could still have cereal. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it, w- it wouldn't last past Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, unless you were one of the first up, you wouldn't get, you know. Yeah. So as you became a teenager, you learned how to, like, you know, conserve your bowl of cereal. I had two younger brothers, and we, whenever the, at the soonest the cereal came into the house, we just ate it. We would just sit there, whether we were hungry or not, we would just eat it. We didn't think of putting a bowl under our beds. I, maybe the, maybe the, the K's are smarter than my brothers and I were. You but. didn't care about having it for breakfast. You were just going to eat it for whatever meal. Well, that's smart, too. You know, it's funny. My kids are not interested in cereal. Maybe it's just that it's readily available to them. So they don't. I'm shocked. They hardly yeah. ever eat cereal. And when they do, they're just like, meh. Like, there's just so much more available. You know, especially now that my teenage, my two older ones are driving, they can go get whatever they want anytime <laughs> they want it. Especially <laughs> since they had jobs this summer. So they can go get, you know. It loses that. Uh, mm-hmm. the well, they'll branch out into other things cereal. like uh, marijuana and the cocaine. and. <laughs> Sure, cereal yeah. all the way to cocaine. <laughs> I think if it's not gonna, if it's not gonna excite them, they'll have to find it somewhere else. Probably drugs. Yeah, I, I think. I think sugar we used to be satisfied with sugar cereal. <laughs> sugar now cereal. They need heroin. Sugar cereal yeah. is a gateway drug, right? You know, because you get that little sugar buzz. Hey, speaking of South Dakota, did you guys hear what our governor is having our local sheriff do? Oh, uh, uh, my! Our our mother told me about this that they are challenging the the weed constitutional amendment yeah. and using taxpayer so, dollars to do it yeah the um captain of the highway patrol and the local sheriff in pennington county which by the way phil did you know that western south dakota pennington county voted more for the weed bill than the rest of the state like i'm we not voted surprised 59% there, for that. There's, there's such a large libertarian contingency there in my opinion, yeah, you know, it, it just like goes to, to show you like how much more conservative our legislatures are than the people of South Dakota. And They're more conservative, from... right? In, in that in that area, in the social in the social yeah. freedom thing, they're they're it they're comes not from it... uh, comes from I think gerrymandering and one party rule that just you know um, rewards the most extreme, and so our legislature is completely out of touch with the rest of the people in the state who don't care about bathroom bills or <laughs> abortion bills, and they're spending all their time on that stuff. And so, yeah, now they're suing um, to get this constitutional amendment annulled by a court. Um, oh, I read about and that. And so, apparently, the attorney general has to defend it too. So, our tax teller dollars are going to challenge it and defend it what was what was the reasoning it was like <laughs> that's it was like perverse. it was the reasoning they said was that it was written the wrong way or something that it can't i be. you know i have a hard time something about the constitutional that. thing um because i think the weed legalization game is not new anymore and the people that advocate for it know how to how to do this yeah, because yeah, they have money on the line. I think, and, right? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of money. Let's not let's not uh, 
get ourselves, there's a lot of financial incentive here for this, but it's also, I think that the people that back this, I'm sure they got some input from lawyers who have done this in other states. Oh, yeah, I'm sure lawyers oh, were involved too. I know. Looked up how to do it right. And so, Megan, my question is, what is the motivation for this? Is it a political, like, like kind of like Trump's lawsuit stuff? Like they're just trying to say, well, we have to act no. like we're going to fight this, or is is there budgetary things? Like a lot of money is possibly. I mean, I don't want to get all conspiratorial about it, but is it is it that law is law enforcement worried about their budgets being impacted by not busting people for weed? I just don't know. The tax revenue. You know, I don't know the right. answer to yeah. that either. I, I suspect it's a political thing. But I've no. heard grumblings about Gnome um, wanting to delay hemp, for instance, because right. she had some financial interest in it. Oh, I. But I don't that. know that that's true. That's just. Um, yeah. I, I, I suspect it's political that they they feel like they were circumvented. Yep. Because it would never have passed in the legislature and signed by the governor, right. and so, and that, that's been the case in Minnesota as well. Um, it's. It's been attempted here, but blocked by the Republican half of our legislature. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they'll ever do a, an amendment here that maybe they'll do that next time now that this worked <laughs> out there. But uh, yeah, could it be on the ballot? I guess I don't know I, enough about Minnesota. I, that's the question. I don't know um, if they can one do way that or here. another one way or another. It will appear on some goddamn thing here soon. Well, it, it was brought up in our last legislative session, and our governor said he would sign it. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But I, I wouldn't have bet if you'd asked me a few years ago <laughs> that South Dakota would do this before us. <laughs> right. Well, a, yeah. a, a few years ago, I might not have, but this year I would have, because Minnesota has this weird kind of puritanical thing, and it, it's not... Governor Gnome's no, no, it, it, anti-hemp it, it, thing. It's definitely uh, has spilled over into liquor laws where until just recently mm -hmm. you couldn't buy booze on Sunday and all that stuff. And That took many years to override and that. And it was Ma a huge effort to get that changed. When many, you, many which years. Which is just nuts. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think Minnesota has a little bit more of that. I don't know if it's a Lutheran, like, teetoler or... Yeah, there, there's something like know. that. That We have some weird little areas in our the state Scandinavians. About I'm that. Scandinavian, so I can't say anything, but I'm a liberal Scandinavian. Hmm. So one of the topics I wanted to address, uh, and I think I mentioned it on our last episode that we haven't released yet, <laughs> that, um, no, I mentioned on the Facebook page, so it's out there, that oh. a while back when we were ranting about Taco John's every other episode, or every episode... I I met, we were talking with at least one or two guests about things that Taco John's used to carry that we liked that have disappeared and the one I always mention is the enchilada. I love the enchiladas. Right. And since then, and cream cheese flautas. Yeah, and that was cream the other one, oh, which that was I don't, Glenda. Glenda um, mentioned that one. So in the meantime, the enchilada has resurfaced. I don't believe it. No, I had it's one. No, it's fake news. <laughs> no, I still don't believe you. No, I had one too, John, but yeah. here's the thing. No, no, go ahead. I, I'll I, go, yeah, go ahead. I, I talked to mom about this just today as we were eating Taco John's. Because we, we did not get the Taco John's platter because we were eating outside in the park and it was only about 40 degrees. So 
um, we're trying to eke out as many outdoor uh, lunches as we can because, you know, yeah. I'm not seeing mom in an indoor setting. Uh, we're socially distancing and right. doing outdoor <laughs> outdoor taco johns. <laughs> so, but I have had the enchiladas. And here's what? the thing. They do have the red sauce, John, but you what you have to ask for is for them to not put the queso on it. Okay. And then it will be bit maybe not exactly as you remember, but closer. So it's because they put the queso on top of yeah, it. Yeah, so they you did just have put to a have queso. red sauce. Oh come on. Mine did have a red sauce, but yeah, again it was didn't taste so, the same. Well, it was so there was so little of it and so much other crap that I couldn't even tell what it was. What was the other crap? Oh, lettuce and tomato and lettuce. Yeah, it was like on the whole, side, though, right? You know what? The original canonical no, taco no enchilada. It was just a <laughs> corn tortilla with meat in it, covered sauce. with cheese and red sauce. <laughs> no goddamn vegetables. Nothing else, and they they try and use the frontier term "gussy it up." No, with with all this extra shit. And extra. You know, you know what the the biggest problem with it was, and you're right about the queso, which is really like nacho cheese out of a can. Oh. It's basically yellow salt cream, but it's an abomination. The smell problem it, was is that it was made with a flour tortilla. What? Mm. And it it should. You got me there. It's, and yeah, that's not good. Corn is what you have to do. It, An it, enchilada. It, it was a corn tortilla, and otherwise, it, when it's cooked in with all that liquid stuff it just becomes a wonder bread mush god damn it so they they you know everything else i could i could get i I could get around that but the tortilla just just tanked it where did you get that though i don't think they have they don't have corn tortillas on any other part of their no no and i they just wouldn't i suspect this was made from existing spare parts (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <of laughs> that, that it's they, a frankenlada, you know, franken frankenchilada, and but you know corn tortillas are so cheap. But yeah, I know they don't want to add ingredients that don't exist anywhere else. But I, I I just thought, well, guys, nice try, but no. Oh, uh, that's so sad. Yeah, but, but I, they tried. I, you know, what are so, they going to do with the the cream cheese flautas? They're going to have them corn. Uh, flour they're, tortillas they're made too. out of reconstituted potato olays or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so that that that's our Taco John's update. I, I was I will not be having those again. But so what would you bring back to the menu, John? Well, that was my favorite. Oh, so they've really well, ruined your life now. <laughs> well, they still have no. the things I like the most. You know, they still have the Taco Bravo it. and the Taco Burger and all that stuff. Yeah, so. we got over it. I'm still okay, and and I still like the <laughs> the basic Taco John's components. Taco Bravos are good. They are, and you I'm, know what? Taco Bell doesn't have double decker tacos anymore. Oh, is that what they? Was that their? That was their one? knockoff, and they weren't as good. Yeah. But at least you kind of got in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And I noticed last time I was there, they are not not offered any longer. They also got uh, Taco Bell got rid of their seven layer burrito. That was like my college. Oh, that was a staple. Go to when I was a vegetarian. I used to eat those all the time. Mm-hmm. Seven layer burritos. But inexplicably, they still have the chili cheese burrito, which is one mm. of my favorites at Taco Bell. 
Although I used to o- order the seven-layer burrito without guacamole, so that would make it a six-layer. Oh. <laughs> they ought to just call it the five-and-a-half layer. Five-and-a-half. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, so, Megan, when, when were you in Scotland? From when to when? 1995, January till about June, middle of June. Yeah? I was just talking about that with our friend Bonnie Petrie because um, she was... Bonnie P, sorry. Bonnie P. She was discussing of the Petrie dish podcast she was discussing she her um uh a town in alaska where the sun's not going to come up for another 60 days or something uh, and i said i i had enough trouble when i moved to scotland because i came there directly from st olaf college so i thought uh this is going to be easy peasy scotland has green grass in end of january and it man that's the coldest i've ever been in my entire life remember my mom bought me some uh long underwear is it because it's so damp yes and damp and those buildings i mean the university was celebrating 500 years of existence you know and yeah here i am an american coming in and um these lecture halls were gigantic and they would have like one little teeny tiny radiator at the bottom of basically (laughs) right by the professor (laughs) yeah so you sat by there so yeah i didn't i just wore my coat everywhere i went and my long underwear which i swore to my mother i would never wear and then on the day on the days i had to launder it i would cry because i couldn't wear it um yeah so that's how i ended up meeting uh most of my friends in scotland was through the orchestra so i tell a lot of my um incoming twinkle parents this story because at the time, I wasn't studying music anymore by the time I went to Scotland when I was at St. Olaf. And, but I took my violin with me anyway because, you know, I had been playing in the St. Olaf Orchestra. So I just figured I would take it there. And I, they put me in a dorm with, um, they actually called them flats. They were um, sort of these, these residence halls with six rooms in them. And then you shared like a laundry area and you shared a kitchen. Mm-hmm. But you each had your own bedroom. And oh. Uh, in a bathroom was communal but they <laughs> they put me in a dorm with a, a bunch of students from Singapore which was fascinating but wasn't going really going to make me friends because those guys all came over together they all knew each other already mm-hmm. so they were very welcoming to me and invited me into their Chinese New Year celebrations sure. and it was you know interesting but I almost actually came home because I had trouble getting to know people and it was dark you know, oh. the days were short, Be hard. it was wet, and I was cold. And, and so I remember about a month after being there, I said to myself, I'm going to have to change something or I'm going to go home. I'm, and I, I just, that would be such a horrible feeling, mm-hmm. you know, of like trying this new adventure and then having to give up on it. So put my violin on my back and I went down to the <laughs> music hall and just wandered in there. And I was like, do you guys have an orchestra? And they said, yeah, we meet at Wednesdays four o'clock so i show up with my violin and turns out it wasn't a great orchestra but you know that's how i met all the friends that i had and by the time i left scotland i was devastated to leave because i had so much fun with those guys and and people from all over the world in that orchestra in germany and scotland and england and uh, there were some norwegians and just a great number of different people i got to know that's that's really music. nice. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the thing we can learn from this is if you're going to Scotland, you should probably get more than one pair of long underwear. Yeah, and bring your violin with you. Mm-hmm. I don't play violin, but I w- I will if I go to Scotland. Just bring it anyway. You never I, know what'll happen. I have a kilt. 
Yeah, anything you can do to like party on down. That's the key. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that one of the first things I did after I joined this orchestra is we went on tour almost right away. I think I was only playing with them for a couple of weeks and the, our tour was going out into the countryside and playing in this pub and they locked us in. It was like a lock-in because the pub's technically closed at 11. What? And they locked us in and then we had a Kaylee where we all got our instruments out and played fiddle tunes and people danced and that Until sounds kind of scary. It was great. Oh, that it was, sounds really it, great. Yeah. But you were locked in. You couldn't leave. Well, what? What if there no, was a medical emergency? You can leave. Nobody can come in. Oh, oh, oh! Exit only. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Megan, after um, do you have any questions or comments for us after listening to our previous shows? Yeah, hey, she. Oh, that's a good I've question. I've listened to a, a lot of them. I wouldn't say all of them. Well. You know, I don't, it's funny, I don't listen to podcasts as much since my daughter started driving mm-hmm. um, because they, oh. instead of driving them places and then driving home by myself, <laughs> they tend to either go by themselves or we're listening to whatever crap they have. <laughs> <laughs> so I told them when you drive, you get to pick the music. Mm-hmm. That was a big mistake mm-hmm. if you're listening to this right now. K-pop. You have a, yeah, don't no. relinquish the K-pop. control. <laughs> Right. Still my car. You can alternate. Yeah, you might have to renegotiate that arrangement. You're a lawyer. You can figure it out. Right. Just just relinquish that whole thing. That's right. Questions. Hmm. I don't don't have any. How do you guys come up with your songs? Do you write them together? Does Phil just write them at the end? Sausage making question. Yeah. What? A Jamaican question? Jamaican well, so I so basically I I send uh, an idea over to Jamaica and they and they they come back no well basically I guess <laughs> we haven't had this it's a good question it's a weird thing so either <laughs> you <laughs> so don't say it's a funny thing based on whatever topic we come up with or one of the topics or or that who knows what we'll come up with for this one but um. I, I write the the general um, like the lyrics and the melody and that kind of thing and and record it and uh, John adds a bass or two or maybe three and that's a song <laughs> and sometimes I, other other guests will collaborate we might loop you in for this one as well if you yeah want. if you have garage oh, band God. put some violin hey, on it you've got a mic Just don't and you've ask got me a to garage get... band you can totally Lay down a track. My kids... I, I'll play the violin. I'm not going to sing. Fine. Oh, no, you don't have I to refuse. sing. Usually it's just Phil. <laughs> Several Phil's. No, I'm I... Although Glenda sang yeah. on, the, on hers. Yeah? I heard Eric? hers. I was wondering if she's, she wrote that song or <laughs> she, not. She, that was, that was almost all that. her, actually. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was no, fun. on that one, she did it. Um, I added a few things. It and was John quite added the epic. Some things. But that was definitely a Glenda song. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I'm fine with that. I, I like to collaborate. But uh, you guys, I bought a ring light just so that I could look really good while I was doing this with you guys. And I am pleased to report that I don't have to use it because we turned our cameras A ring off. light. So that, that makes your, your face lit correctly on a video call. Is that the. Yeah, I got it because when the people when I um, am doing Zoom lessons, uh, 
people can't see me very well in my studio. It has terrible lighting. And then like in the afternoon, if the sun's coming in the blinds, I like half of my face has like lines on it. Oh, yeah. So I got a microphone and a wow. diva ring light. So I'm going to be like the best lit Zoom I don't, call. I don't person. know what this ring light is thing. I, I Ring light thing is. I'm. It's exactly what you think it is. It's just like a ring. It's like an LED ring. On your finger? And Nope. It's just... One ring, like rule, a ring. So do, do you put it like behind your your laptop screen or something like that? Or well, actually, I'm gonna need it to be higher than that. So I yeah. got to figure that out because it's if I light it from directly in front of my face, first of all, it's too bright. Yeah, and it also makes my my glasses are cheapo. Like they don't have that anti glare. Sounds like someone needs to talk to Ken M, the husband of Glenda M, and get some professional lighting on these Zoom calls, y'all. Lit from above somehow, but like. Yeah, that, no that's matter what, it's better. Yeah. Put it behind your head and have like a halo effect. I could. That'd be cool. That might not work for seeing your face, though. But I've been teaching in my garage a lot, so um, oh. I'm trying to get ready for the inevitable weather change that will prevent that from happening. And soon they'll say, I can, Megan, I can see your breath. <laughs> yeah. One of my parents was like, oh, she can handle it. We'll just put on coats. And I said, the violin is a temperamental mm-hmm. thing in the cold. It wouldn't, uh, wouldn't yeah. be good. It goes Don't in and out of tune. Or, oh. What's a twinkle? A twinkle? Oh, that's yeah. Suzuki's you- talk. Oh, a twinkle is the first thing you learn. A twinkle variation. Twinkle, you know, twinkle, twinkle, little, twinkle star. little star is the theme. And then we have variations yeah. on that theme. So the you don't actually learn the theme first. That's the last thing you learn in the twinkle variations. Because it's easier for little tiny violinists to learn short notes and fast notes than to learn long how to draw the bow in a long uh, phrase. So we first yeah. learn peanut butter stop stop so that's exactly what it sounds like it's just a variation of peanut butter stop stop on each note of twinkle twinkle little star that's the rhythm when did peanut butter stop stop cease being peanut butter sandwich um i don't know <laughs> when a I long came time back to ago teaching, that's it what was... it was it was peanut butter sandwich it was probably yeah, the same time that taco john stopped having enchiladas <laughs> that's probably right no so how, what are the notes can you sing it Peanut butter, stop, stop, peanut butter, stop, stop, peanut butter, stop, stop, peanut butter, stop, stop, peanut butter, stop, stop. And John, to answer sandwich? your question, I think it's not sandwich because the stop, stop gives the kids the staccato. Yeah, that is more wah, concise. Wah. Yeah. So rather than being peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> peanut butter, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know right? nobody else gives a shit about that but at this peanut point, butter when jelly? did that happen I... and like uh we used to play um baby is sleeping and now it's downstairs and upstairs oh and the downstairs. baby is sleeping got got canceled too huh yeah right. well you can there's there's different ones but downstairs okay. tells you which direction your bow is going oh, right? see so I, okay that's an iteration yeah and okay. upstairs see, oh I, I get it but why, if it ain't broke, baroque, don't fix it. You mean so, the theme or no, the names? I don't know. The names. I, 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 I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm conservative when it comes to my Suzuki. You so, are. So what? <laughs> Old school. So you went to England for a while. That was after. That was after Scotland. 
Yes, I, I went don't, back I don't to college. Understand. Finished so, so you my went, college. So you went to Scotland for a while, then you came back, and then you went to England? I, I don't get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Why didn't you just been... go to England from Scotland? It was quicker. Well, well that, I had to finish college. I think there was a time period, Phil. <laughs> oh. I had to come back for my senior year. St. <laughs> <Saint> Olaf. <laughs> And then I went, they used to have a program, which doesn't exist anymore, apparently, where you could, if you had just graduated from college, you could go work in the UK. Um, I think it was a six month visa. I think I extended mine to eight through finagling, but, um, and the UK students used to be able to do that too. They could come to the United States, but you had to be within a certain month, number of months of graduating. So I came, um, I don't, I really liked London when I visited there in when I was studying in Scotland, but I didn't have a lot of money, so it was hard to uh, really tour London in the right way. Can't see some shows. <laughs> yeah, so I came back uh, and worked there with this, uh, they called it a, oh, I forget what it was called. Darn it. A darn it scholarship? The darn it. The darn it scholarship. Darn it. Oh, I can't, it, was, it wasn't a scholarship, it was a visa. Um, Oh, God, I can't remember it. If I remember it, I'll let you guys know what it is. But Fine. Um, it we'll was an exchange program. The narrator will tell us. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I did that. And actually, I went and worked at the Black Hills Playhouse first when I first graduated from college. And then I went home and stayed with my parents and worked for a while to save up money to do this. And then I went over to London. And actually, I knew I was going to go to law school, so... I looked up legal temp agencies when I first got there to try to get a temp job to hold me over till I found a permanent job. And mm-hmm. there was this law firm called Slaughter in May in Slaughter. London, which <laughs> is an old school, like really well-known old <laughs> law firm in London full of very conservative solicitors, not um, barristers, but solicitors. So yeah. I called um, the temp agency and they placed me in a temporary position in that law firm and um the girl that i was replacing actually ended up not ever coming back so i worked there for the entire time i was and did i you, didn't end up did working for her, any lawyers did I you worked have her in the killed? office services oh yeah definitely no I sorry I, I interrupted you well that i worked in the office services department so yeah um that was like security furniture everything except law <laughs> so that's how I met Bob because he was the security director. Well, well, here comes Abby. You want to say hi, Abby? Are, are, so, <laughs> so is your mom like in charge of the calendar, or do you have a Google calendar, or what? How do you figure out your family? She's in charge of calendar? supplies, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> your family calendar must be nuts. Do you have it on paper? Did you say something? <laughs> is it a spreadsheet? I scared her off. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is this Abby? Yes. Who who's in charge of the family calendar there? I mean, I I don't uh, I I don't understand. You're so busy. All these rehearsals <laughs> and things. How do you figure it out, Abby? Um usually I do and she has a calendar that she has on the fridge. Your That's mom has school. a calendar on the yeah. fridge? Yeah. Is there anything in the fridge? What what's your favorite food to eat? What do you like to eat? <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, no, probably fruit. Fruit. Okay. You're you're a fruitarian. Sure. 
What's your favorite fruit? Uh, mangoes. Oh. Mangoes. How exotic. Oh, wow. I, I, I just got the other day, or, or just yesterday even, I got these kind of uh, baby bananas. Have you ever heard of the, that? Mm-mm. No, they're like little tiny bananas. They're, I don't know. Some people call them apple bananas because they're so sweet. But no, oh. maybe they don't have those in, in, in uh, Rapid. Probably Ma- not. But mangoes, we didn't have ma- When I was a kid in Rapid City, we didn't have mangoes. Oh, dang. No. Well, so so you just eat mangoes? Yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That okay? All right. <laughs> High fiber. I, maybe, uh, maybe try working in some walnuts or something. Get some uh, nuts in there. It's okay, okay to be a vegetarian or a nutarian <laughs> or a fruitarian. I, I. It's good to have a little fish sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what? So you you're like really into. D- I don't know. My goodness, your your dance stuff, and your cello, and what else are you into? What what what's the third thing? Do do you have a third thing? Uh, not that's really. Too, no, that's too much. You can't have yeah. a third. What thing. kind of music do you play when you drive your mother around? <laughs> um, usually she has her phone plugged in. Oh, so she takes so, over. She she made it sound like no, you and, you and your she sister said you commandeered the music. It's usually Faith playing her like BTS. Oh, okay. oh, I know. My my youngest daughter is into that K-pop stuff. But what if if you were in charge of the radio, what would you play? Um, I don't know. I listen to a lot of music except for like country music. No, no, I no. When I when I was growing up, I was like I would never listen to country. But, you know, as I've gotten older, there's some country I like. There's one country I like, the United States of America, home of Sleepy Time Lemonade. There's some weird kind of uh, Americana stuff that I like, but okay, that's fine. No. No? Maybe later. You don't even like the stuff Elizabeth plays at the Pancake House or whatever that's called? Well, yeah, but not like the... Like other stuff. (laughs) Well, country is, yeah, country is... Uh, it's good to rebel Martin. against the stuff that's popular where you live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's why all of us did, because we're like, wow, that's crap. Oh, I would never <laughs> listen to country back then. Oh. No. <laughs> there's, there's, I, I have to say, as I've gotten older, there's some good country. Fine. What, what, so what, with its dance stuff... So what's your, like, uh, specialty with the dance? So it's, is it like, uh, I don't know, hip-hop, ballet, uh, uh, banjo? No, that's not a dance. <laughs> Probably, like, jazz and tap. Jazz tap. Jazz yeah. and tap, like. Jazz and tap. Yeah. I can't <laughs> dance, but that's okay. That's <laughs> I was in theater. I was in musical theater. I could sing and act, but I couldn't dance. You guys want to talk to Jack while he's here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> she left Phil. Like, do, you Sorry. Want to, do you guys want to talk to Jack? <laughs> I was getting into a story there that probably was very boring. Jack is on? Jack, come on on. Come Jack on down. Come. You're the next contestant. Put these in your ears. Put these in your ear balls. Ear balls? What is he, a cat? He has hair balls? No, ear, ear balls. 
Jack. Jack attack. We're having a Jack attack. I think. Maybe not. Hello. Jack. Hello, Jack. <laughs> Jack's wanted to be on our podcast for a while, I guess. <laughs> Rumor I don't know it. why. Everybody loves to be on our on our podcast. <laughs> Jack, I I don't know. You you're into so many different things. I I I I can't keep up with you. You're into dance and uh and, and the all the music things, of course, and football. what else do you like to do? Football. Um, I love football. Yeah. A lot. Football. Um, I love basketball. <laughs> Any sport, really. Yeah, Jack oh. Jack has rejected the Knowles family antipathy of sports no i i was never good at sports i don't think well, you have to okay, be good fine. at sports to be into them yeah well no jack jack well. jack likes likes his sports now there is there is a connection though because i remember when i was a kid you know in the 70s these uh, football guys were taking ballet to learn uh, they get more flexible and that kind of thing so there's oh a, yep I've heard yeah, that there's, as well. <laughs> there's definitely a parallel there. Well, what grade are you in? I don't even know. I'm in sixth. Oh, okay. Six. Sixth grade. He's an old man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I barely remember sixth grade. What's your What's your favorite uh, What What's your favorite thing you're doing right now? Um, I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you have you have so many yeah. things going on. You you it's hard to pick a favorite. Yeah. It's kind of hard as well to cuz we don't do much things on e-learning. Oh, right. What what instrument do you play? Are you involved with uh what do you play? The violin? I play the viola. Mm-hmm. Viola. Okay. There's a difference. Who's the other viola? <laughs> Who's the other viola person? Is that uh, Colin or uh... Colin plays the viola? Yeah, your cousin yeah. Colin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, somebody has to. No, it's very important. <laughs> it's no bass, where, where, but <laughs> <laughs> where's the where's the viola fit into the orchestra kind of thing? Is it like a lower violin? Pretty much. It just has as an A string and a D string, and then. Uh, instead of, uh, and then it has one lower note besides G as C, and we don't have an E string, so pretty much we're just a little lower than the violin. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, no. I, anything I, else I you want to talk to us about, Jack? I'm, I'm spacing out a bit. We'll um, edit that. We'll edit really. this a little bit. Yeah, we'd always do. But, I'm spacing out a little bit. I'm tired. This is past my bedtime almost. <laughs> It gets dark really early here. Yeah, same with us. It's pitch black right now. And it's only like, what, 7 o'clock, Mom? Yeah, it's 7.30 here. Uh, almost, almost. It's like 6.30 right now. Mm-hmm. So you're not driving yet? You can't even drive a scooter. Your sisters are driving around town, getting in trouble with the law. And you're like, oh, I can't even drive yet. But pretty soon, right? Um, yeah, I can legally, I guess, drive in two years, or at least get my learner's permit in two years. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because in South Dakota, you can get a learner's permit at 14. Oh, oh, I was there. I've been driving since I was 14. Sure. 
I used to live there a long time ago. Fine. <laughs> and them Black Hills. What What do you like to eat? Um. What's your favorite know. thing that you could eat? Well, if If you had anything you could eat right now, what would it be? And don't say mango. No, because because Abby said mango. Um, anything it, Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Mexican food. yeah. Quesadilla. Yeah. No tacos. tacos. Enchilada. Enchiladas. Anything spicy as well. Oh, oh you like the spicy food? Good, good. Like jalapenos. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Yeah. See, I not agree. not a lot of kids your age like the spicy food. That's cool. Yeah, you gotta my, my youngest, build up that tolerance. My youngest daughter uh, Adeline has gotten born to spicy things, so that's cool. She yeah. is thirteen. What grade is she in? Ninth? I don't know. It's hard to tell at my age. So, Jack, do you do you prefer um, fresh jalapenos or the like the ones that are pickled? Or, um. or are you aware of the difference? Maybe you're not. More pickled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're yeah. really good. He knows, John. John kind of steered you to the pickled. Yeah. John is a, a pickled sort of person. <laughs> <laughs> More ways really than enough. One. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jack has been in numerous numerous productions. Yeah, he's a what's theater favorite, guy, just like you, Phil. I, well, I know, but what, what's your favorite uh, play you've been in so far? Do you have one? Um, Ooh, that's exactly. a tough one. That's a tough <laughs> one. I don't really have a favorite. That would be tough. I couldn't even answer that question. Maybe. <laughs> there were some I didn't like so much. But what What are some? What are your top three? What what what's uh what are or, or just say some some plays that you've been in? <laughs> I guess probably number one. I guess you could say is Mary Poppins because that was like my first at least big one. Because yeah. um, I don't I barely even remember it because I was like five and that was like <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> but <laughs> how about if there's a musical you could be in that you know of? What would it be? And don't say Hamilton. Um, <laughs> you can't pick Hamilton. You could you could pick Hamilton. Um, <laughs> Newsies would be fun. Mm. Newsies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm not I'm not familiar with that one. That's one I have. Billy Elliot as well. Oh, Billy Elliot. That. Yeah, I could see that. You you need to talk since talk to some people there to get that going yeah, it's that that would be hard to do oh i think i think some people could figure it out there's some good people over there in the rapids there's a land. lot of a lot of live theater in that town for for it for a town that size that's really crazy fine <laughs> mexican food yeah <laughs> sounds is there really a musical good right about is there a mex is there a musical about mexican food no no, probably not. I think they'll call, they'll call it Feliz Navidad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that awful Taco John's commercial. <laughs> Which ruined that the song. song for me. Yeah. But 
the song is terrible. How, how could it ruin the song? Oh, I the don't know. You know, every so often I have to do a gig where I, we have to play that song, and yeah. all I can think of is at the very end that guy tacks on, and from Taco John's. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, my eyes roll every time I'm playing it. <laughs> well, it next was time not, you play No, it a, was not a masterpiece to begin with. But. No. <laughs> it's very repetitive. But you know, people, oh, well, people like fine. it though. I don't know. Well, give people what they like sometimes. Yeah. Sure. It's like that in the chicken dance. Why why does no one in your family play the banjo, John? I I, I want to know somebody that I plays the banjo. My dad had a thing. Did he? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No. Uh, what? <laughs> it's not <laughs> I, th- I think it's I think it's my brother Bruce's fault. I know. Um, I'm and pretty sure. Um, my uncle Dave, which is um, Jen's husband, obviously. Um, I'm pretty sure he plays the banjo. Oh, you are correct. Really? So, Phil, false premise. What? Dave, yeah. yeah. We do have somebody in the family that plays the banjo. Oh, excellent! I love the banjo. I I think <laughs> I, we're gonna I, I, have him on the show someday, and he's gonna play it. Oh, excellent. I thought I would have to go buy a banjo, but first I have to pay off my bathroom bottle. Fine. Sad. Okay, well, Jack, what what was your favorite experience growing up? Did you go sledding or what what I mean, what was your favorite thing growing up? I don't know. He's still growing well, up, Phil. Well, he is, but oh, He's not okay. done. What was your <laughs> Come on. I guess I still am too. I'm growing out. But what was your favorite so far? What was your favorite thing about your childhood that something that you look back and say, oh, man, that was fun. Hmm. Um, just being in little musicals when I was younger and not, you know, I know so many people nowadays who are like shy of going up there and stuff. And then I was just. At such a young age of doing it that, you know, it just it just feels natural nowadays, and I'm not, and I'm not shy anymore. And I'm. No, you're know. very comfortable being in front of people. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's John. That's very isn't valuable. there some kind of John? Isn't there some kind of by? No, that was where they used to live. But where wasn't there some weird cave or something by where where you used to live on West Boulevard over there? That's. Uh, Maybe maybe Jack never got to that cave. It, I I just seem to remember Schloopler or Sloopler, some some guy you knew. I that was a nickname, not his real name. But uh, <laughs> there was some kind of cave over there that you 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 went to when you were younger. Well, that that was and, the cave that over, off below Skyline Drive. You mean? Oh yeah. And yeah, um, that was that was more Lee and Rob myself that would oh, go there and when yeah. what there was that that was the cave where our golden retriever at the time got into a fight with a porcupine Ooh, <laughs> and that's not good went into the cave after this thing came out with a mouthful of quills oh was that the cave up at hayman's ridge or whatever they called it up on top of there i don't remember it having a name but oh maybe you're thinking i of think there was else. no there this was, was like not a very f- big cave. I mean, we went in one time and you had to crawl through it. 
someday, John, you and I need to go back and go to these different caves that we were at. Okay. Well, we'll revisit that in a future episode about um, <laughs> cave stories. <laughs> There's people have something to look forward to. All right. Well, thank you, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, thank you. Great to hear you. Yeah, who's next? <laughs> is Faith on now? Do you want to hear the rest of the family? <laughs> <laughs> don't put Bob could make on. Bob, we could make Bob come in and talk. Well, thanks for humoring my kids. You don't have to use any of that. Although they probably are more interesting than I am, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, there, there, there are always gems in those those bits. Where, where so, I had... well, I was. You guys were talking to Jack. Jack, Bob brought me a gin and tonic. Oh, oh, that's great! Pink, pink gin. Pink gin. What's that mean? That's the second time a... pink gin has come up on this show. Oh, has it? How did I miss it the first time? Or maybe I didn't. I, I forgot. Chris How did I miss e it? Mentioned it. Okay, oh. I I forgot too. So when we went to London last summer, the pink gin was all the rage. It was everywhere, and not only pink gin. Pink gin is, I think, strawberry gin, which. I'm not normally a flavored alcohol fan, but gin is perfect for flavor. Well, it's flavored anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, normally I like Hendrix. That's my favorite uh, gin. But it's kind of cucumber. Yeah. But pink gin is really good. They had all kinds of different flavors, and they were all delicious. And perfect for summer. Everywhere, in every pub you went into, they had different flavored gins to try. And I haven't Weird. been able to find most of them here, but... Fever tree tonic water. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're my favorite, I think. What was the one you were talking about, John? That was in a can, or was that someone else talking about? Um, well you have the Q Tonic water in a can. There's the Q ones. Uh, maybe those I said good? that like, one. I have a few of those. Q and on? No. <laughs> Q and on gin. Q and on gin. Q and on tonic. Tonic water. It's the blood of babies. <laughs> I love my gin with babies. <laughs> we can laugh now because Trump is leaving. Maybe it has hydrochloroquine in it. <laughs> well, it's it, it's a different kind of. I mean, it's like uh, quinine. It's the same you know? thing, though. Yeah, it is those the same. malaria drugs. Um, hmm. Tonic. Yeah, it's all good for you. Well, you want to talk about your grandma a little bit? We haven't talked about her much on here. Before I forget, I was wondering when you guys were talking to Glenda, whether any of you had actually been to, um, oh God, now the name's escaping me, the place in Denver with the Casa Benita? <laughs> Casa Benita. Have you guys ever been oh, there yeah. recently? I have recently, not been there no. recently. No, but the last time I went there, it was really weird because I, I had remembered it from when I was a kid and it seemed so much smaller. It was really strange. That's what I was going to say. It um, Okay, you talk. It doesn't exactly hold up. And part of the reason it doesn't hold up is because I think they turn all the lights on. Oh, yeah. It was very dark, <laughs> somebody, wasn't it? Somebody must have sued them and said, like, <laughs> people are tripping and falling. Because, you know, they have all those weird, like, concrete walkways that are sort of uneven that are most to make it feel like you're in a cave, I think. No, that place is magical because you'd go into a little storefront and you'd go through the... I don't know the turnstiles or whatever, and and it it just it would go on forever and ever and ever. It was like a TARDIS of a strip mall, 
but yeah and it doesn't it's, it feels smaller and it um it's too bright like because you can see everything so yeah, you, you don't want to see everything gone. there <laughs> right no. you want to you don't want to be able to look at your food <laughs> like you know wow. yeah, i went there a few years ago with a um dance competition we were in denver and convinced some other moms to go there and some of them had not been there before and they were like what why oh, no. <laughs> no it would man when i was a kid that was just even a high school I, student it was amazing right with all the glow sticks Remember the glow sticks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It had the first arcade, or it had an arcade, not the first arcade I had ever gone to, but sure. Times yeah. were just more simple, you know? And our, but I think maybe our, it wasn't, but maybe it wasn't as uh Back when we lit. didn't mind those dark, uneven walkways. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like a cave. You were going through caverns and gorillas were jumping out at I, you. And, I've been in caves and... Never once has a gorilla jumped out at me, but uh, it was really kind of scary and magical, and and but the food was not that good. But you didn't know the any food better was never good, but you didn't care, right? Just, no, because you were a kid. It's kind of like Chuck whatever. E. Cheese. Yeah. What did yeah. what John? What did what did your dad eat there? I can't remember what you said. I, he, he 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 would he didn't like to eat there. He he'd usually just seek out a burger or something like that. Sure. He would go for their yeah enchiladas platter. <laughs> <laughs> they had they had unlimited enchiladas or something. Was, I think was is what I got. I think all the food you buy is unlimited, isn't it? You just put your flag up, and they give you oh, so it's flag, like a yeah churrascaria or whatever Brazilian no. steakhouse kind of thing. Well, I I heard this year you put the flag up in your nose and it tells you if you have COVID. So it's, it's oh kind of, yeah. They, have you guys had those nasal COVID tests? Have either of you had that? No, no, I haven't had any tests. It, it's, I tell you, it's a weird feeling, and it, um, it well, doesn't the, hurt I, I exactly. That's not the right feeling, it, like the brain swab. Yeah, it's just I, even after I got home, after I could still feel that feeling of being violated Ooh. by that swab. Ugh. It's kind of an alien <laughs> thing. It was, yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend it. <laughs> COVID. But if you I need don't to get one, it. go get it. <laughs> well, I didn't have COVID, thankfully, but oh, good. Even in South Not Dakota, yeah. Anyway, did you hear? I heard a stat today that one in twelve people in South Dakota have had COVID, oh, and that's okay. only the people they know about. They're te- yeah. meanwhile telling household contacts not to get tested, that they can't get tested, that they should just assume they have it. So, mm-hmm. don't you think that number's got to be more like one in? Nine or one in eight. Oh, I'm sure. God. My my dad, my dad is still there. He's I don't know seventy something. Is he staying like, away from people? I hope so. He he uh, he he does things with lumber, but I think people can stay six feet away with that. He, yeah, they have these huge logs, and they make these planks. He, I, he hangs out with the doing... log lady. No, sorry. <laughs> Maybe. Well, what about your grandma? I want to hear more about your grandma. And I, I don't know. Maybe we're getting too long here, but I've been thinking about my grandma actually lately because she was quite a quite a deal. Yeah, she would have uh, been very, very dismayed by the trust by the Trump administration. I think, but oh yeah. Um, 
I've been thinking about her a lot because I have this old editorial cartoon. Have you ever seen that, Phil? That a no. newspaper did with my grandmother. <laughs> and it's, I think um, so, but refresh my memory. So it's based on her work. And maybe, John, you can help me rec- recollect this properly. Because I've been actually trying to look into this and not finding very much information. I would really like to be able to come up with. I know there's a newspaper article out there or something about this. But she worked on... Uh, gerrymandering projects in Iowa to reverse the um, the inordinate an amount of power that rural districts in Iowa had in the yeah. state legislature. <laughs> so, and the farmers were very unhappy with her. So the farmers union kind of went after her. So, somebody in the editorial world of the one of the Iowa papers did a cartoon of her called Mary Mary Quite Contrary, and it has all these farm <laughs> animals kind of. Running and she's opening the gate and letting all the animals out. And, um, <laughs> so she was. She didn't. Her. She was a young widower. Wow. Her husband. Wow. Passed away at forty-eight, forty-nine, and um, was the story she tells, which John can also maybe recollect the memory better than I can. But she, she told us a lot of her couple friends kind of rejected her after her husband died in that era oh. being a widow was just not something that people embraced so she i don't know whether they were afraid they were going to steal her husband their husbands or <laughs> if it was just awkward but she said i my friends stopped have. inviting me so she just left town and went to the went peace corps joined the peace corps <laughs> went to thailand went to thailand yeah wow yeah she what, was something she's else. really i remember that picture of her in the jeep I didn't know that she was in a, in a editorial cartoon. That's that's wild. Yeah, I'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys for your show notes. It's quite inter- I interesting. I would like that. to. I'd like to work with you guys, John and Rob, if you're listening, to try to find out more information about where that came from. And wow, um, we'll have to make a project it. out of that for sure. Yeah. So so she went to Thailand for a while, and then what? What what did she do there? The Peace Corps? She did the Peace Corps for a couple of years, John? Yeah, something like that. She moved back to Iowa and came, kind of became involved in politics, obviously. Oh, yeah. And then she married Bill Curtis, who was her second husband, who was a very unlikely <laughs> spouse to her, I feel like, because he was an ex-Navy guy with tattoos. And, and he did, really like, cool road guy. construction yeah (laughs) yeah and she was very intellectual so that was an odd match but he seemed to love her and they got along well so yeah they were so good great couple so good it's a odd match kind of like well i won't say well we can edit this out but your relationship with bob that's kind of different (laughs) yeah oh yeah of course Opposites and attract. The odd couple. No, but Jody and Jody and I were pretty different at first, but now you're the of, same. No, we're not the same. But <laughs> <laughs> over over the years, maybe there's more commonality. I guess I don't know. Yeah. What did your grandma do after? So so after Thailand, what did what did she do there? I don't even know. Do you know? John? Well, she she done politics, and I know she was active. Her her job was working with the teachers' unions 
in Iowa. In Thailand? Oh, I think no, he's I'm talking sorry. about in Thailand. <laughs> I thought after she came back. I, no, I don't know I, a lot was, about what she did in the Peace Corps. Maybe she Deborah never talked Kay about will it. have to help us out with that. She never talked about it. Well, maybe she did. I, I was I was really young. What what happened in Thailand stays in Thailand. I, I know I know she talked about how there were snakes under her hut and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She was she was really really amazing. Both my grandmas were really cool too. When we can talk about them in a, in another episode. But in our grandparents fine. episode. <laughs> the grandmother's episode. Did you want Jack, Bob to say hi? Bob. Bob, say put Bob on. Is he around? Okay, Is he around? On. Yeah, hold on. I don't think Bob's gonna show no, up. No, I think he he's shy. It's because I'm drinking Irish whiskey. Oh, I've had one too many of the uh, Jim Beams, but fine. Jim Beam Quadra Oak. Beam me up. Scotty, Jim, beam me up. Why didn't uh, Captain Kirk? He didn't drink whiskey. I, I think. Uh, no, one time he he walked into Doctor McCoy's office and demanded brandy. Brandy. Yeah, he he screamed, "Give me the brandy!" Weird. He did. I mean, McCoy McCoy drank. Brandy, brandy. Yeah. Why are oh, these crazy American names so like Randy and Brandy? I've never heard of Randy or Brandy until <laughs> I moved here. <laughs> People just love. I mean, ra- 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 Randy meant something completely different. Brandy was like an alcoholic drink, but not as a freaking name, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> it's hey, messed it wasn't up. my fault. It wasn't my fault. I'm Bob. just asking. I'm just asking a question, John and Phil. No, no, Randy no, there's, and there's, Brandy. Uh, we don't have people. People don't name their kids <laughs> vodka, <laughs> or, or 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 Chad and like Chase and like live and uncensored. What's your favorite name? Um, George. It's <laughs> a good solid name. King George. George the King third. George. It's kind of boring. <laughs> oh really? Uh, and you think like you know Ryder and like you know Chase and like Jace is like okay Jace what the f- what is Jace what does that mean You're ch- what are you chasing no Jace J J J J J A C E is it Jace or J C Bob Bob is a all kind of Robert. Is a, do you know the hey, Phil? The only per, Phil, the only the only person that called me Robert ever, um, and you know honestly, like throughout my childhood and uh, until she died, God bless her, was my dear mother. Like you know, and she called me yeah. like she used to call me Bobby, which made me sound like a freaking cat. You know, <laughs> hey Bobby, come on, you know? <laughs> until she was pissed with me, and it's like Robert. Get oh, your ass in here now. Serious yeah. now. Yeah. You know, yeah. so when they call you by your full name, guys, it was always like, ah, this is time to, time to come home. And, like, shit hang your is head getting and, like, real you know, now. Shit is getting real now, mate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh. hey, listen, guys, uh, I'm not sure what, what this is all about, but 
I love you both. <laughs> great to listen. Great to speak to you both. Seriously, yes, mate. Good right. to hear you, Bob. And John, Phil, I don't know when we're going to freaking do it, guys, but I can't wait for us all to get together again, you know? So Likewise. God yeah, bless. Stay safe. Stay healthy, okay? Yeah, you too, Bob. Good to see you. Or hear stay, you. <laughs> stay, stay horny. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Phil. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's I it. How can we aren't going to top that? <laughs> I don't know what's going on the other side of that, but oh my god! <laughs> so is that going to be the what, Jace? What kind of name is Jace? <laughs> who calls oh, their that, kids? It's gold material there. So this guy Jace, who will hopefully never hear this podcast, he's oh no, there's a guy named that. He's hanging out with with uh, he's dating one of our friends, and he's hanging out with um somebody in the kitchen and talking to Bob and some, and there was this guy Barry, and Jace says to Bob, besides Barry, who names a kid Barry? No, oh no, <laughs> wrong and Corey answer. Was like, uh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't say that. So oh, there you no. go. Who names a kid Barry? Bob. Who names a kid Paul? Right. <laughs> Paul. It's Paul. a Pauling. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Manilow might take exception <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Is that the thing? <laughs> oh, Megan, thank oh. you very much for thank being you, on Megan. the show. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. This was this was a and, blast. Or, All right. Or, Good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Here's the song.
for you.